0: I'm Sharna Bobi, and this is a series about the stories of art makers, curators, and influencers who inspire thoughtful perspectives on the world around us. I'm passionate about how art can stimulate open-minded conversation, and I hope these episodes challenge you to see the world in new ways. Now, before we start, subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And if you love this podcast, rate and leave a comment. Ngozi Shomers is a Nigerian-born visual artist based in Germany. She experiments with various art mediums to explore social, political religious, and cultural human experiences. I've been really fascinated by Ngozi's work for a long time, and so I was delighted to finally meet her in September last year, a few days into her residency at Art House Foundation. In particular, I love the detail in her collage works. You see, Ngozi cuts holes in different colors and textures of paper, gift wrap, and confetti to make beautiful images of mostly women in different scenarios. Ngozi invited me over, and we had a chat at her space on Awolowa Road. So if you listen carefully, you'll also hear the typical sounds of an afternoon in Lagos. We started the conversation by talking about how Ngozi first discovered art in school. So did you know that you are going to explore art as a career path? Um,
1: initially, no, I, I, I didn't. Wasn't planned. But when I finished secondary school, I wanted to study art, and my dad was like, "No, no, 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 no. <laughs> You, <laughs> mine was more like, "Oh, you're not well. You need to do something that um, will put food on the table, and you can take care of yourself." Um, um, I have sickle cell anemia, so for my dad, he was more like, "Oh, you should be a nurse or a doctor, you know, something that could help me take
0: care of myself." and yeah. So, what about art made you feel so excited and so comfortable? Because how, what made you know that you wanted to work in art?
1: Well, initially, when when, um, when the whole fallout mm-hmm. happened. Art kind of gave me money as well, yeah, because I I would do people's assignments, oh, okay, yeah. And I had friends that were studying architecture, they, they would bring this, draw uh, some building or whatever. I'll do all this, they were already in a suit, and yeah. um, I'll do their assignment for them. So it wasn't just that, but it gave me this. Like I said before, it, it filled a void. Something that was well, that's where it gives you a space to tell a story. Yeah, I might look like oh, she likes to chat, or <laughs> the, the, but it's not like that. That times I don't want to talk to people or talk to anyone. Growing up, secondary school, primary school, I was pretty much by myself. I didn't talk to people, yeah. and uh, you know yeah. how it is with somebody that have um, sickle cell anemia. Yeah. That people kind of there's this uh, what you call it um, is like a stigma to it yeah. that people are scared to play with you or some. Yeah, it yeah. was. It pretty much was like that for me. That. Yeah that I didn't really, so I, I created my own little space and yeah. corner, so the only thing that I love in this space was art and we understood each. and I can tell stories in this, my little corner, so it's funny that I tell people I wasn't a social person yeah. and they don't, they're like, no, you're joking, <laughs>
0: Ngozi's works are often made through experimentation, with fragments of objects, figures, paintings, drawings, and photographs. Her stunning jewel series is made from confetti, acrylic, ink, gift wrap, and even 24-karat gold leaf on canvas. She also has a captivating charcoal drawing series of female portraits. Let's talk about your materials. So you've worked in charcoal and paper. You've worked yeah. with fabrics. You've worked yeah. with um, even bubble wrap. Um, no, I haven't used bubble wrap. I've used the sequin, uh, um, palette.
1: What's the name? Sequence or what?
0: Okay,
1: the so sequin materials. Yeah,
0: yeah. plastics. Yeah. Tell me about how you decided, you know, to use these materials and what they... I developed
1: that in Lagos. Yeah. Just before I left Yabate. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I think most people thought it was my final piece in school, but it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. It was, okay, we were asked to do something like that, Mm -hmm. and um, I've done it before, the whole Cotton up Square. And um, this time I felt like, like, cut squares and everything is in circles, we keep, and there's no way for it, we are just it's moving in circles. circles, cut circles, wow. so, and that's how it all started, the, I started cutting the circles and I realized, oh dear, what did you get yourself into?
0: <laughs> so do you use a whole punch? For
1: a I use the single punch, Okay. that's easier than yeah. the double one, yeah. I haven't found any any material that will make make it faster. Wow. So you so, all yourself? Um yeah, actually find people to to do that okay. for me. To cut it. I don't have to but I cut while I'm working as well. Okay. I try to improve but I see a color I like and i feel like, Oh, why not show anything? So I, I rarely trash paper. Mm-hmm. And when I'm working like I hardly clean because like right now is what you say it. I just started that. A little bit too. So, before you know it here, will would be one big mess, okay, yes. <laughs> but it's good because I keep finding stuff, even from dead breeds. And it started with, um, when I did it in school, I had to sauce uh, like uh, juice cans, okay. milk cans, because you see more colors in them. Yeah. Uh, the gift cards, yeah. uh, that Valentine card that you don't like anymore, oh. they were all very important. So oh. they all went back into yeah. this identity. It was also, for me, when I was doing it, I didn't really pay attention, but when I gathered so many papers, I saw like all those papers that I've saved, mm-hmm. And I felt like I've saved just one tree or something, you know? Mm-hmm. That trying to recycle and so that's how it started. But eventually I started adding vinyl mm-hmm. papers. When I see a collide, like I buy it yes. or sometimes I go out and also mm-hmm. buy it. I haven't stopped the, the, the attitude of uh, collecting wow. cans and even um, You've got cans, the plastics as well. Okay. My
0: husband is like, geez, she's trying to <laughs> turn the house into a dustbin. <laughs> Recycle bin. Yeah. For Ngozi Shomers, the preparation of food has always been passed down from previous generations through written recipes or the good old way of watch, assist, and learn. She references this tradition by gathering her late mother-in-law's recipes which were written in the old historic form of German handwriting, magazine clips of recipes, flowery serviettes, and cookbooks. Ngozi remembers not being able to understand German when they first met, but they cooked together and bonded. She also recounts her late grandmother's visits to their house during her childhood, when she was often beautifully dressed in red-patterned wrappers. She would bring boxes of food, ingredients, live chicken, yam, and many other local foods. With the fragments of these memories of her grandmother and mother-in-law, Ngozi creates works to document this culture of co-creating food.
1: But I feel like we've always passed knowledge uh, through direct contact and seeing. Mm-hmm. So you see, nobody tells you put one spoon of salt and all that. So, and you sit with these women, and they just pass this knowledge to the younger ones and when when you're little there is no i realized also there is no female or male child so everybody just get a poor knowledge get up go do this nobody really it, that's how it was in my family it wasn't like oh don't that's for women that's a job for women don't help out in the kitchen that's and all gorgeous. that so yeah. it was basically everyone get to do it and we sit with my grandma and she would she would tell us stories and so when i met my mother in the that was before we got married and my very first meeting it felt like it's someone that i've known for ages Mm -hmm. you know but i'm just meeting this woman for the first time and she took me as her own as well and uh, and I realized that this culture wasn't also very far from my culture; that it was the same. And I know that it feels like we are all different, but sometimes you look at co I try to find those lines that link us together. That you look at things that other people are doing, and they also Germans have very strong culture. And I felt like if we remove this cloud that we have, or the Color thing that we have and all that—that person's better than the other. That at the end of the day, we're all the same. So it was basically the same thing. She tries to take care of everyone, buy stuff, cook. She'll cook up a storm, and and my house was like that. And um, and sometimes I want to make something from Lagos. I'll call her on the phone, then she'll give me the recipe over the phone. So all this and i was just trying to use this installation to tell people mm-hmm. it it's not different and that this culture is whether in nigeria or in germany that is slowly dying or is being mm-hmm. it's true that young pe- people have picked up cooking you see a lot on instagram or yeah. facebook but still when you really look into it that people, so many people are now. you look at the percentage of people cooking today are making home-cooked meals. There are not many, mm-hmm. you know, it, compared to mm-hmm. 10 years ago or something like that. There are not many that still, because we live in this globalized world where things are in fast food and people, they come back, they're, they're tired, and to get this sandwich or burger is, is better, but does it feel good? Do you? Or the soul? Or oh, the soul? Yeah, the soul food is missing. Yeah. Yeah, you have yeah. it, but you just
0: ate to fill. Yeah, you're
1: Yeah, and also, and I was, but trying to show you know what's happening, and this is how it was for me, and and I'm someone that loves cooking, so yeah, yeah, and I don't know, just around. What's your favorite thing to cook? Uh, They're all my favorites. Every meal is different. They all say different things. But my favorite would be Nigerian or German. Both. Okay, so um, I think my new favorite now is uh, seafood (laughs) okra.
0: Seafood (laughs) okra?
1: Yeah, that's my new favorite now.
0: You know, I have not yet ventured into the awkward, like stews or soups, yeah. so I must confess that I don't know yet. <laughs> so yeah, why? you use just
1: seafood, and some people call it fisherman's soup. Yeah. But I think that's my new favorite now, Maybe wow. it has to do with being close to the sea. Yeah. But Apart from that, Onubu, Oha, yeah. yeah, I love cooking all this. Wow. Then to bake, which one is my favorite now? <sighs> My husband's favorite, <laughs> so, <laughs> which is important. Okay, lemon cake. lemon cake. Then to do German food, his favorite anything really German, rolladen. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he, li- he likes that. Does he
0: like Nigerian food as well?
1: That's chill, Neng see. <laughs> okay,
0: that's good enough. and Busu.
1: Yeah. That's good enough, yeah. That's it. The rest, you're, you're on your own. And without fishing them. <laughs> okay. But I, so. don't, I don't do the whole giving him options, oh, there is no fish, because once he starts, tomorrow i <laughs> might be, okay, I don't like onions, through so Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. It. No, that's it. That's good. Yeah. Wow. Just close your nose when I'm making it.
0: And then you just eat and enjoy it. Like yeah, and yeah, try and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Shortly after our conversation, Ngozi Shamers was part of a duo exhibition with Natalia Arden del Castillo to complete their residencies with the Art House Foundation. This foundation is a non-profit organization that aims to encourage the creative development of contemporary arts in Nigeria. The 2018 artists who participated also included Kitsou Lin Leliot, Enes Val, Native Makari, Muktara Yusuf, Jimoke Adianju, and Otudun Tewo Jacob. I'm Sharna Bilby and you've been listening to In Studio, the podcast. If you loved this episode, remember to leave us a comment and tell us how you liked it. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. If you'd like to find us on social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at In Studio with SO. Join me next week for another episode of In Studio with Sharon Nibobi. Thank you for listening.